following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan Thursday Road shows in downtown GR with our flagship station 96.1 The Game. We're just a few blocks away from where Superfly is at inside their studios uh, running this thing out to 19 stations statewide. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Uh, we're inside DeVos Place for the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids. Michigan's premier fishing, hunting, and outdoor sports show. Uh, it runs today through Sunday. All the schedules, all the details, what's going on with Big Buck Night and on all the stages. Uh, go to ultimatesportshow.com. That is ultimatesportshow.com. The living radio and outdoor legend Tony Gates will join us uh, here at the end of the hour for another uh, outdoor sports show ultimate interview. And also inside this hour, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com on Michigan's performance today that was reminiscent of some of those dog games we saw early in the season. I'm not making excuses, but that second half was about as bad of college basketball that I've ever seen in the 62-50 loss uh, to Rutgers. And what I was hearing from the broadcast crew and looking at what I was reading this morning... I think if they would have won, they would have been in a playing game in Dayton because Michigan would be very attractive for TV. That's if they would have won today. And also with Dayton, they're going to get a boatload of fans down there. Great environment to kick off or tip off uh, the NCAA men's basketball tournament. But instead, they lay an egg. Kobe Bufkin was just horrible with seven turnovers. Jed Howard brings nothing to the table when he's not hitting his shots. I mean, flat out nothing. And I think for Juwan Howard to have two sons on the team, man, I, uh, there's just not a good vibe on chemistry. But then when I step back and we had Chris Ballas on during hour number one, okay, if we're going to talk about Howard's coaching, uh, if we're going to talk about Jed Howard, if we're going to talk about nepotism, uh, chemistry, well, then how do they look so good on the road in Champaign-Urbana or last Sunday in, in Indiana? How do they look that good? Some of the wins they've had this year. How do they look that good and then look as bad as we watched in the second half today? They led by three at halftime. I figured this was going to be a dogfight with Rutgers, who plays some of the best defense, not only in the Big Ten, but maybe in the country when they're on. And then when Rutgers started to hit their threes in the second half, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. And that's it. Their season's over. Uh, Michigan State will play the winner of... Ohio State and Iowa will give you a scoreboard update on that in a few moments. But yeah, 62-50. I think Rutgers will be in one of those playing games. I think that's what it looks like. Rutgers will be in one of the playing games. Ohio State is leading Iowa 48-47, about 11-13 to go in that Big Ten tourney game. 
Yeah, I, I really believe if Michigan would have won because of the name, their draw, I think they would have been in the in the playing game. And I think Rutgers is going to be in that playing game when you get the field announced on Sunday. Just, I mean it, folks. And I'm not piling on because they lost. And I, I really have given Juwan and the team and Hunter Dickinson a lot of credit. Dickinson did play out of his mind uh, in the first half. But that second half is up there, and it might be the worst 20 minutes I've ever seen, ever ever from a college basketball team. Anthony Broom is with the Wolverine.com. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. Let's get his thoughts on the end of the season. They could take an NIT bid. That will be interesting. They're kind of evasive in the postgame presser. Uh, Anthony, so it's halftime, uh, and we'll run this parallel. Halftime, 28-25. I'm thinking, all right, this could be a dogfight game. It's going to be a final minute minute and a half final two minute game where you know you're going to win at 57 54 something like that and Michigan has a three point lead at halftime and then they drop 20 minutes of god awful basketball it's one of the worst halves of basketball I've ever seen and you know I was I was talking to Chris Ballas about this when we were walking out of the venue and that you know, this Michigan basketball season had started to it hasn't started it had long taken this shape but of uh, reminding me of like a Detroit Lions team, where like you get you get used to the losses piling up, but they continue to lose and perform in ways that like almost ruin the rest of the day for you in terms of like watching even watching more games. So um, another game where you snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. I thought their uh, their effort in those gotta have them situations, especially that free throw uh, that wasn't boxed out by Jet mm. Howard not even a miscommunication like it's just a flat-out lack of effort lack of fundamentals lack of lack of coaching these are things these types of mistakes are things we've seen from him all season long and uh, just the team in general i mean outside of hunter dickinson there just wasn't a ton of ton of want to there um, from my perspective and i think maybe if they had hit a few more shots early maybe you extend your lead to double digits and you find find your way but you know that's a rutgers team and a rutgers program that doesn't stop coming at you and um, Michigan doesn't perform very well when teams keep coming at them like that. And, um, you know, in a lot of ways it was a microcosm of the season, but um, in almost a new way it feels like a low point or an inflection point because I have no idea where this is going next. I mean, NIT, whatever, if it happens. Uh, but I just – to think that you could lose a guy, you know, you could lose two potential draft picks um, – you know, you're not really bringing in the requisite talent to replace those type of guys. I just don't know. I don't know what the path forward is. Maybe we need to sit on it, do on it a little bit more. But um, I have no issues calling a spade a spade. That was a gutless, pathetic effort in the second half. They should be ashamed of themselves. And Hunter Dickinson, though, out of all the piling on, and, it, and it's earned and legit, but Hunter Dickinson was fantastic, especially in the first half. And, you know, I'm watching that game, and I see them get Rutgers into foul trouble early in the second half, like 12 or 13 minutes to go. And I'm like, keep driving to the bucket and get to the foul line. That's what you need to do. But instead, I see 10 steals by Rutgers. I see 13 turnovers by Michigan, including seven alone by Bufkin. So anybody thinking... 
on who's ready for the NBA. If you're going to tell me Jed Howard or Bufkin, if they're ready for the NBA, I don't see it. I think Dickinson, because of his size, uh, could get drafted. Uh, I, I think he could be one of those guys, like Ballas said last hour, that ends up in the transfer uh, portal, especially looking at what lies ahead uh, for next year. But, my Lord, I, that was just a combination of everything. Uh, you're going that long without scoring. What, is almost 19 minutes or something, Anthony? And your coaching staff can't find the right time out. You can't design a play uh, to break the ice. You can't do any of that. And that's just, it was a Big Ten tournament game. This wasn't Central Michigan non-conference back in December. Yeah, which they lost that game too. So, you know, very, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Thank you, Anthony. Um, yeah, it's, I think that's, that's what bothers me. It's, it's a lack of detail, a lack of, a, you know, a lack of effort. Um, you see teams like Rutgers diving on the ground for a loose ball, and you just see – um, like you said, that free throw play, the, the Jet Howard, I mean, it was a Jet Howard mistake. I mean, that's, they teach you to box out on free throws in elementary school. I mean, I think I learned that um, while I was wearing a 2X basketball jersey that was looked like a dress on it. So it's, 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 I don't know if it's better. I mean, when you get to the NBA, you know, so much of like, they don't have to coach you to do that, those types of things, because something you learn and something you practice at each level of sport and these, this team I wrote I wrote it back in January people got mad but nothing's really changed they're fundamentally flawed um, no I won't hear the youth excuse because you're still I think a top 15 talent wise team in the country when you put you know the composite of all the talent together it's uh, they're fundamentally flawed they are there's something intangibly wrong with them I don't know that I can put a finger on it without speculating. Um, but when you have this laundry list of issues that, you know, it's something different every night out. A lot of things are the same, but a lot of things are different. When it's like whack-a-mole like that, the only way, the only place you look to is the head coach. And, um, you know, last year was frustrating, but at least you were able to scrape scrape some goodwill out of it by getting to the second weekend of the tournament, which when I, I think when you're a program like Michigan, to me, that's that's the expectation. That's that's the barometer for what what is a successful year or not um, in most years. And you know, they're not even going to get the chance to sniff that. I don't even know at this point if they sniff the second round of, of the NIT. So for me, it's um, you know wholesale changes. I, I'm not going to sit here and say Juwan Howard should be fired, but um, maybe it's not as alarming as like the 2020 season was for the football team, but. This is the type of year that necessitates a lot of change, whether it be roster construction, whether it be leadership, whether it be staffers. I mean, they got to look at everything. Um, because this is, uh, you know, I know the pedigree is, oh, well, coming into this year, they've made five straight sweeps of the team. Well, also coming into this year, or as we end this year, third time in four years that Michigan is scheduled to play the 8-9 game of the Big Ten tournament. They didn't play it during the COVID season, but... Um, you know, gut punchers in that first game of the conference tournament back-to-back years, uh, uh, it, it's not good. And I, like I said, I'm having a hard time seeing how they dig out of it right now. But uh, I do think Jawan should be afforded that chance. Uh, but I, I don't know what the path is, but he's making, I think, like $5 million a year. Figure it out. Because I think the season is starting to get a little hotter. in the next one. Anthony Broom uh, from the Wolverine.com joining us on the Meyer Guest Line talking about the end of Michigan's run in the 
Big Ten tournament. I don't know if it's the end of the season, but I I don't think you want to go to the NIT and play Ohio or Toledo uh, in Ann Arbor and get beat. So we'll see what will happen. And just the fact we're even talking about this, whether or not they're going to go to the NIT, tells you uh, where the program's at right now. The ups and downs, it's coaching, it's players. Now Dickinson, Buffkin, you know, Jed Howard, no way he's ready for the NBA. And what Juwan Howard will do next year, because when you are making $5 bucks a year, you get paid to contend for Big Ten titles and make the NCAA tournament. And the same pressure that Harbaugh has felt prior to the last two seasons will be felt by Howard during this offseason and into next year. And the question is, will he stay with it? Will he make a move to the NBA? I don't know. Uh, but there's a lot of work to do with Michigan basketball uh, right now. So what, what do you think the roster will look like from the current roster that finished up today in that loss to Rutgers? How many are back next year for Howard of Michigan basketball? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'll start with the starting lineup. I mean, I think I think a guy like Doug McDaniel is someone who sticks around. I think Will Cheddar, while you know, Michigan fans got their wish, started to play more, but just still needs so much more time in the lab and the weight room working on a shot. But you know, obviously, he's going to be. I think he's going to wind up being a pretty good three to four year player for this team. Um, not out on him. I still think that Hunter Dickinson is back. We'll see. Kobe Buffkin. Jet Howard, I mean, I think Jet Howard is, uh, somehow he's maintained this lottery pick uh, hype and buzz, and, and we'll see if, uh, certainly what NBA front office see, you know, this is a game that's part of his tape now, so see what they think about those types of efforts, but uh, I don't know about those guys. I mean, I think I would still lean Jet Howard gone. Um, you know, Kobe Buskin's starting to get some buzz in the 20s, so wouldn't be surprised if he left and all of a sudden you know it's you are you banking on Jalen Wellen coming back you're kind of a point guard starting lineup are you dipping into the portal again are you hoping someone like Isaiah Barnes or Yusef Kayad are ready to step into a larger role I I don't know that um you know to hear it now it's impossible for me to predict I mean this time last year Kobe Buffett was completely unplayable like you weren't even throwing him on the floor hardly you know eight ten minutes a game and by the end of this year, he's a, he's a draft. So development can happen, and guys give it an opportunity to step in a bigger role. But I mean, if you're, I, just, I don't. I, I had a hard time coming into. I, I saw a team coming into this year that I thought had the potential to be at least what last year's team was. I didn't think they slipped from that, but this team slipped from that, and I don't know that. I just I have a really hard time seeing how it improves. You know, if some of those big pieces uh, leave the program, if they come back and there's you know a rededication to the program and the coach, you know, there's new blood on the coaching staff. I think they have a chance, but um, I haven't seen them learn from any of these experiences here, and I have a hard time thinking that uh, you know kind of are what your record says you are, what your what you put out there, and, and it's hard for me to see how that changes right now. I agree, Anthony. Uh, a lot of disappointment from a team that was preseason number 15. Michigan State wasn't even ranked, and uh, the Spartans are awaiting the winner of Ohio State and Iowa and their Big Ten tourney opener tomorrow in Chicago. Michigan's season is done at least 
on the Big Ten side with the loss today. 62-50 is the final. Anybody that's going to tell me Bufkin and Jed Howard are ready for the NBA, you're nuts. I even think Dickinson could use another year of college basketball. Anthony, always appreciate the updates on uh, Michigan basketball, and I guess we'll talk next time about Michigan spring football. Sounds great. Appreciate you guys. All right, back at you, Anthony Broom, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line on this Thursday broadcast where we're live with Henry Boucher and the rock and roll radio and outdoor legend Tony Gates. We're at the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show, Grand Rapids, inside DeVos Place. Show runs today through Sunday, so anybody listening across the state uh, can come check it out and bring six non-perishable items. Uh, you'll see the sportsman... Uh, fighting hunger truck out front and you'll get in free to the show that is today only with at least six non-perishable items and you'll get in free to the ultimate sports show grand rapids michigan's premier fishing hunting and outdoor sports show schedules details on every uh, stage seminar uh, what they have here, go to ultimatesportshow.com. That is ultimatesportshow.com. Our Bud Light huge question of the day, which is presented by Fabiano Brothers. They serve up Bud Light in Detroit and across Michigan with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. Our question of the day, what's your favorite outdoor activity? Okay, and don't get dirty, all right? We're a family show. I'm talking in regards to, you know, the sports outdoors you know hunting fishing you want to be you know out on the boat all that stuff okay i'm already getting some dirty comments on the huge text chain come on people uh you can join us 1-866-838-4843 that's 1-866-838-HUGE that's on the mercantile bank listener line mercantile bank with locations Uh, Wherever you're listening right now on the huge show, there's a mercantile bank close to you, and they value relationships with their customers and also with individuals and businesses that they help start a dream and also that they help grow a dream. Thanks to our good friends from Mercantile Bank. You can also drop your comments on the social networks at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network commentary presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold, they just signed former Michigan Hooper Zach Irvin. He'll be playing on Sunday. Only a couple of games remain inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR in the Gold's first season at the van. Uh, you can get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, the Van Andel Arena box office, and in and out of season, follow the Grand Rapids Gold all season long on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Life as a grown-up. Not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question... Does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who serve with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit MichiganPoliceChiefs.org. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your 
your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join the fun and become a puzzle master. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is back for the second annual Be Brave Puzzle event on March 11th. This family family-friendly event will raise funds for breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Learn more at VAI.org. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we understand that different businesses have different needs. That's why our team of business specialists take the time to understand your business, your goals, and your objectives. We provide tailored solutions and innovative products, all delivered locally. So when you're ready to work with a partner who understands your unique business needs, call us. We're here and ready to put the wheels in motion. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business, and let's make dreams a reality. Member FDIC. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Thursday road show inside DeVos Place at the 78th Annual Ultimate Sports Show. GR runs today through Sunday, Michigan's premier fishing, hunting, and outdoor sports show. You want the schedules, the details of everything here. Uh, go to ultimatesportshow.com. That is ultimatesportshow.com. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He is back at the 96.1 The Game flagship station studio just a few blocks from us. Michigan loses 62-50 to to Rutgers. A god-awful second half. I think they scored 22 points. They finished their season 17-15. and They were kind of arrogant afterwards about whether they would accept an NIT invitation. The NIT is below us. And I don't know if the NIT is good because if they end up with a team close to them like Ohio or Toledo, they might get trucked. Michigan State's awaiting the winner of a pretty darn good game going on right now down in Chicago. Ohio State holding on to a two-point lead over Iowa. Watch out for Ohio State if they win this thing. I, I said it before the tournament. They're one of my picks, maybe, to run the table. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, is checking in from East Lansing. Stout on Sports weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. Huge show tape delayed 
weeknights 6 until 9 p.m. on AM 730 in Lansing. So Ohio State or Iowa, who's a better matchup for Michigan State? Iowa. Uh, because I think it gets metal bill when you get into the tournaments. And if Michigan State played Iowa tomorrow, to me, there'd be a payback incentive over that horrible loss in Iowa City. Ohio State, on the other hand, looked awful against Michigan State shooting the ball in Columbus. Played them very tough in East Lansing last week, but came up short on senior day. And who wins on senior day when you're the road team? And Ohio State would have two Two wins on the floor they're getting used to. You know, they were up big on Wisconsin last night, even though they kind of struggled at the end, but they won by eight. Now, if they hold on to win this over Iowa, to me, that gives them a payback incentive to play Michigan State, and I'm not sure Michigan State might not be a little tight against them coming out tomorrow. With Iowa, I think it'd be, I just think it's a mental thing on a neutral floor who gets the mental edge and against Ohio. I'm not saying the Michigan State wouldn't beat Ohio State. I'm just saying that I think the better matchup for State would be Iowa. By the way, 69-67, Buckeyes, 57 seconds left in regulation. Buckeyes go into the free throw line. I agree with you. I think Iowa, you know, Iowa's one of those teams that they're not hitting their outside shot. Uh, they're kind of stuck in the mud. And Ohio State has this, you know, the way they played at the end, uh, their only way in is to win the Big Ten tourney, which would knock somebody out like a Rutgers who beat Michigan today. So it will be interesting. Uh, we'll keep you posted on that score. Uh, what are you thinking, whether it's the rest of the weekend for Michigan State, starting tomorrow with the winner of Ohio State-Iowa through the NCAA tournament? What do you think makes the Michigan State fans content? Happiness would be, hey, you get another Final Four run. That could happen because college basketball is not top-loaded this year. But what do you think uh, is a realistic finish for Izzo and the Spartans in the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament? Well, I think, Bill, because you only have to play three games because they start on Friday, that you could make a case that they could, you know, perhaps have things go their way and win the Big Ten tournament outright. I'm not saying they will, but I think they can clearly play with Purdue. You know, the problem with evaluating what you just said is, you know, so far in the first three games, I think all three games of this tournament so far have had weird play. I mean, do you think Wisconsin was 27 points worse than Ohio State at one time? Do you think Minnesota was good enough normally going in to beat Nebraska after Nebraska won at Iowa on Sunday? Do you think that Michigan, after a 7-0 lead and a lead at halftime, was going to make one field goal in 19 minutes of the second I mean, trying to you know figure this stuff out, to me, is brutally difficult. But I, I put part of that on the fact that it's a neutral floor in this tournament, and, and you're looking at these teams a little bit differently at the same time. If Michigan State plays, you know, at times the way we've seen them play well, I mean, I think they can play with anybody, including Purdue. And to that end, Bill, I'm not sure Purdue will be Rutgers tomorrow. I'd favor Purdue, but Rutgers today showed me something that I haven't seen from... I mean, Rutgers had struggled at the end of the year and then they come back and they dominate Michigan in the second half today. So now Rutgers plays Purdue tomorrow. What am I supposed to expect to see? If you go by the seeds, you take Purdue. Then you figure State plays Purdue. I mean, you'd favor Purdue, I guess, but I think State can clearly play with them on a neutral floor if things go their way. And then if you get down to Sunday afternoon in a final game, I think that goes to the 
matchup. But if it's somebody like Indiana or Illinois or who, I think you just toss a coin there. In the NCAA tournament, the last I saw was Michigan State as a seventh seed. But I think they could either move up or move down depending on how things go. But let's say they're a seven. That means the second game of the first weekend, they would likely have to play the two seed. And I think the two seeds this year mirror the one seeds this year in that they're both, all eight of them are very close together. That doesn't mean Michigan State's that much worse than those top eight teams if they're playing well. But my problem, Bill, answering all these questions about who do you expect and all that is these teams never, and I mean never, play consistently at any given time over a one- or two-game stretch. And that's determined on whether they're playing at home or away and on a neutral floor, like they say, in three Big Ten tournament games, I think they've all been surprises the way they've turned out. Tim Stout from Stout on Sports and our affiliate of the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You can hear him weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Huge show uh, is heard uh, weekdays at 6 p.m. until 9 p.m. 71-69, Ohio State is leading Iowa 20 seconds uh, remaining in regulation in Chicago. We'll keep you up to date on that game. Uh, so the Big Ten, if, if Iowa would win it, uh, then a Rutgers could be in trouble. Uh, unless they would beat Purdue, so that would be interesting. Or, or Iowa, Iowa's in. I mean, if Ohio State beats them and runs the table. So, yeah, I like the way they were playing. It just says something about the Big Ten. And Rutgers showed that they, with Michigan State, maybe can bring the best defense uh, in the Big Ten. So we'll see what happens against uh, Purdue. Timmy, always good to hear your voice, man. I love March. I'm checking out the scores. I'm talking hoops with you. I'm live here at the Ultimate Sports Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. Life is good. Absolutely. Life's good. No better place to be today. Always enjoy talking to you. Have a good time this weekend. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, we'll talk next week about Michigan State's path to a national championship. Okay? Good to go. Good to go. All right. Thank you, Tim Stout, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with Michigan State University Athletics. We'll let you know when Ohio State and Iowa go final. I mentioned I'm on the road. With our flagship station, 96-1, the game out of Grand Rapids, inside DeVos Place for the Ultimate Sports Show, Tony Gates, the rock and roll living radio and outdoor legend. He'll have another interview coming up here at the end of the hour. Superfly Hayes is producing the show. More on Michigan's loss uh, to Rutgers. We'll touch on uh, the Lions and the NFL and the Aaron Rodgers situation where the Jets reportedly maybe close to a deal uh, with Rogers, something we talked about with Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com yesterday. If you want to join us, our Bud Light huge question of the day, uh, what's your f- favorite outdoor sport that you like to do? Hunting, fishing, boat, pontoon, whatever. Uh, let me know. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. Tony Gates, we'll talk a little bit more about the outdoors here at the Ultimate Sports Show after this network, T.O. Everything HUGE, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Finish on! 
The Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids is back March 9 through 12. Over four football fields of fishing tackle, fishing boats, fishing trips, and hunting gear all inside the boss place. Shop two acres of the newest tackle from Michigan dealers who know Michigan waters and game fish. With traveling special debates only available here once a year. Book the trip of a lifetime at lodges, fly-ins, charters, and resorts. Meet the guides and lodge owners at the show. It's a fishing boat supermarket. Get the best boat prices of the year from dealers who specialize in rigging them right. Free fishing and hunting seminars from the pros and guides on five stages. See Lake Ultimate with bass boats floating right on the lake. Plus rock climb and trout pond for the kids, hog trough, and more. And the lumberjacks are back. See them climbing, chopping, and log rolling on Lake Ultimate. It's all at the Ultimate Sports Show this Thursday through Sunday at DeVos Place. Thursday only, bring in a bag of six or more grocery items for sportsmen against hunger. Get free admission to the show. Go to ultimatesportshow.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Get more for your money at Meyer Right now, mix or match over a thousand items and pay just $1 each when you buy seven of items like extra large avocados, select varieties of Campbell's condensed soup, and select Body Armor Super Drink. Plus, it's double points week. Earn two times the points for every dollar you spend through Emperors. No clip necessary. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Excludes fuel. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. We're with Henry Boucher, which was pretty good uh, of Henry. Final show here before he retires to his $200 million yacht up on the Leelanau Peninsula. Brutus. Yeah, he's doing that. And Judas. So, so the Big Buck Night is a very popular Thursday night show on PBS, 40 years, right? Uh, the, it's outdoor. What's the official name of it? Michigan Out of Doors. Michigan Out of Doors. And their big buck night has always been a part of the ultimate sports show uh, here in Grand Rapids. And uh, it will be later tonight. And so it's Jimmy and Jenny, I see on the sign. And Henry Boucher walks over. And Jimmy's sitting down ready with Tony Gates, who live in 
uh, outdoor rock and roll legend, and he leans over to Jimmy and he goes, all right, so Bill, you said you did not know who this guy is or what his show is. And I'm going, I did not say that. It was kind of an awkward moment. It was an awkward funny, moment. Funny but awkward. Yeah, funny uh. but awkward. So Tony Gates uh, is handling our outdoor interviews. Well, that's kind of like Tony. He's funny and awkward. That's me. Yeah, that's me. Looking at me here. Yeah, thanks. I think there's another, there's another right, word. Henry, there's you. another word with an A you could use, but we can't yeah. do it because we're a family show. Oh, sure you can. I thought, you know, how fitting for Henry Boucher on his final Ultimate Sports Show to totally load up, load up the show span bus uh, yes. and just hit me head on. Well, and then to go forward, right in front of like an outdoor legend, oh, Tony. Boy. It's like he backed over you and then he went forward. This guy is like what the Al K line of outdoors, right? Not when you're, you're you need the Al to go. You need to go now. You're like the Al yeah. Trammel. We need to talk to him. Right, so, yeah. right, so Tony, uh, you need uh, to go now. Uh, introduce our next guest. I will. I will. Uh, Jimmy Gretzinger has been a long time staple in the community with regards to hunting and fishing. I mean, the list of bill of the people that have hosted Michigan Outdoors is truly iconic, and some really outstanding people that have made incredible contributions. And when Jimmy got involved, he took the show over uh, to practically to ownership, actually, and they really elevated the show to in terms of the technology technology that's available. They brought in the drone footage is unbelievable because when they're fishing on a particular river, unless it's where everybody says, if you see Jimmy, ask him what <laughs> river they caught all those steelhead on because they didn't name the river. That's right. But I looked it up. But anyway, they, they have these beautiful shots of them uh, overhead of this just uh, this gorgeous state, really, is what mm-hmm. they do. And so these guys are out. They don't they, uh, PBS, and it varies a time depending on what city you live in. But people, I mean, it's religiously sit down and watch, you know, watch Michigan Out of Doors. And the thing about it now is if you don't have a chance to do it on a regular schedule, the technology and the podcasts and all the different things that are on their website has truly, truly kept pace with what's going on in today's hunting and fishing world. So Jenny's the best. She went away for a while. She came back. She got married. We see her husband now shooting big bucks. We see you. Sh- we shoot. see everybody but you shooting big bucks. <laughs> well, it, it's a ton of fun. We, we get to travel everywhere from you know, the west end of the UP to down to the Detroit River, everywhere in between. And, and you know, the show, I think, has worked so long because it's not a story. It's not a show about me or Jenny. You know, it's a, it's a sportsman and women of the great state of Michigan. And that's what makes it so good is because it's not about us. It's about everybody else here in the state of Michigan. We can do 100 bluegill stories and they're all different because it's about who we're with telling their story and that's why it's worked and yeah the technology has changed over the years but it's all about telling a good story and that's you know at the end of the day it's about sitting around a fire telling those stories the ambiance of hunting camp fishing camp and that's what makes it work for so long and and you know it's been on the air for gosh 70 years from morton f jerry geppetta fred trost bob garner all these legends that came before but it's always been about you know pointing the camera at other people and telling their story and i think that's why it works sportsman against hunger you know michigan sportsman against hunger is who i partnered with along with henry and showspan to start the food drive which is 20 i think three four years ago and we raised money and uh, food for the people that are in need and so if you come to the show today and you want to see big buck night the taping of bring six items of non-perishable goods and we'll let you in free thursdays only but if you want to donate food we have bins all weekend long if you want to do that on behalf of the fact that you love what we have to offer here in this great state of hunting and fishing so so really cool things one of the things that i like about your show so much is you got the codgers you got the people like me you got the people that have been going to deer camp families generations all that but the cool things that I'm starting to see is the younger people that are embracing fishing. I mean, you're getting these young guys that are out guiding now, and their love and their passion, and they're so willing to share. And they learned everything they could from their grandfather or their dad. Somebody had to take somebody fishing.
coaching at some point. And that is what you guys continue the tradition thereof. And one of the cool things is Big Buck Night. Now, when did you start that? Oh, uh, gosh, I don't even know when Big Buck Night started. We've I've been doing, this is my 25th year working with Michigan Outdoors. So this is my 25th Big Buck Night. We do it in Novi. That's been going forever. In Grand Rapids, I think we've been doing it here for probably 10 or 15 years. And uh, it's just a, it's a great time to come around and hear these, you know, these stories from all over the state of Michigan from the, you know, a lot of these deer are all kind of most of them are southern Michigan deer, but we get some from mid-Michigan. We get a few from the UP every now and then, and uh, it's just fun to hear the stories, but it's, uh, you know, we get some kids that are bringing in big deer. We got some women bringing in deer. We got, you know, the... You, you know, got a lot of women. Yeah. I mean, we get them from all over the place, and, and you know, a lot of, I think deer, they used to be just, you know, luck of the draw. I stumbled into this deer, and now, but now these, you know, with... The, trail cameras and everything else they're hunting these specific deer and so we just get a lot of great stories that's what it's a lot of fun i love it you've already done novi and so there were some big racks there no doubt about it yeah and for now, sure that'll that'll when does that air uh this uh, the novi one will air the last uh, thursday of the, of the month i think it's the 30th and this will air the first week of april so tonight big buck you know this side of the state big buck yep. west is going to air with well, the first week of april first week of april and it's so very cool because people are so excited not only to tell their stories but they're excited to meet you they're excited to meet jimmy because they grew up watching you know Michigan out of doors. And it, it is, it's so cool that you guys do this. And so about an hour ago, we started seeing them walking down the sidewalks with these racks. It's just like, it's huge. It's yeah. great. You know what I love about these events, too, is, that, you know, I love seeing sportsmen. There's a ton of them here in, in the greater Grand Rapids area. I love watching people come in with their muck boots on. Yeah. You know, that they're inside. There's no mud anywhere. But that's just a kind of a sportsman's tradition. You see people walking in with their hunting stuff on. And it's just, it's just a cool community of people. Now, one of the things that people ask me about a lot is... Uh, is what's going on with the Michigan deer herd. And you recently had a chance to sit down with the DNR and had we an did. episode. You had people, you asked people on your website, ask the questions that you wanted to ask about antler restriction and things of that nature. We did. What, would, what did you take from that? I mean, what, what, do, what do you see coming? Oh, gosh. What, it, you know, what I find is that, you know, 80% of the people are unhappy with something that's going on. And so the DNR... That's a lot. There's, they're in a tough spot because no matter what they do, people are, are not happy with the deer the deer herd. So uh, it's they're in a no-win situation. And so, they're you know, I think you try to let them explain what they're doing and why they're doing it and you can disagree or you know not be happy with it but here's my my thing to sportsmen is you know what even if you don't agree with the regulations don't let it ruin your deer hunting season get out there buy a license if even if you don't like what's going on get out there spend time with friends and family go to deer camp anyways and don't let it spoil your season get out there and hunt anyways don't let that spoil what is a great tradition here in the state of michigan is deer hunting so even if you don't agree with all the regulations you don't happy with with the APRs or if they, you wish they were in your area, whatever, don't let it spoil your season. Get out there and hunt anyways. Well, as you know, I mean, the, the people of Western Michigan are, or Michigan in general, know how to hunt and they know how to fish. And they, they're very, they know how much money they want to spend and they, they, they make educated choices. So this show has been heralded by the people that come to it in terms of the outfitters and the, and the, and the manufacturers that say, Grand Rapids knows what they're doing and we're going to sell a lot of stuff if it's quality stuff and if we stand behind it. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff here. So come on out and see some of the new stuff, some of the old stuff that's on sale and it's just a good time to be together with sportsmen and women that are of like-minded people and uh, there's some good stuff here there's some really new stuff here you know, i haven't a chance to see all the stuff yet but uh there's some really uh there's some good outfitters here there's some really good stuff i've noticed your uh beef sticks here well, yeah, this is your smokehouse longtime sponsors oh gosh you i had to pick up some venison cheddar cheese salami some the problem is you open it up before you get to the truck it's half gone before so you is, get home this is going to the poker game tomorrow night <laughs> fully cooked russian reuben brats i've not seen that fully cooked mushroom and 
German Swiss brats. I've got the elk snack sticks, and I got two pounds of whitefish that's stinking the place up in a oh good kind of gosh. way. Oh my gosh, they make the best stuff. I Give tell me you some what. crackers and let's have a beer, baby. <laughs> Jimmy Gretzinger, Michigan Out of Doors, Big Buck Night tonight. Come on in. If you bring a bag of food, you get in free, and filming starts about what time? Uh, we're starting rolling at 6 o'clock, baby. Always good to see you, man. You look well. Good to see you. Thanks, bud. All right, Tony Gates, uh, the rock and roll radio and outdoor legend, joining <laughs> us at the end of uh, every hour here at the Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids. Runs today through Sunday. Don't laugh, Jimmy. It's Michigan's premier fishing, hunting, and outdoor sports show. If you want details beyond the Big Buck Night, that will begin, as Jimmy and Tony said, around 6 p.m. tonight, hosted by uh, Jimmy and Jenny. You know, one thing, Jimmy, uh, before I let you go quickly, when you mentioned that, uh, and Tony, you said that the women yes. uh, more involved in deer hunting, I would think somebody like Jenny uh, on TV every Thursday night has Ooh. really made... Uh, that impression with the female hunters she in Michigan. She got a nice buck this year. For sure, yeah. Actually, one of the only areas that's growing are women and kids in the outdoors, and we want to continue to see that happen. On your show, your show is a big vehicle. Yeah, for what? sure. As I told Henry, it's my favorite out-of-doors out show. My my, The guys that I started hunting with 30 years ago at Deer Camp, they both got married brothers, and we hunt with their wives. Both of them, the women this year, shot bigger deer than the guys. You know, and it, you're talking like, you know, it used to be pink muzzle loaders, and then it was 450s, now it's the, yeah. you know, the 350s. Purple. I got a purple dipped one, and I'm dragging out this 10-point going, okay, nice shot. You know, it's so cool to see. And the other one did it with a crossbow. Tony Gates will be back in an hour at the end of our broadcast with another outdoor interview from the Ultimate Sports Show Grand Rapids. Jimmy, good luck. Enjoy Big Buck Night tonight. Atta with boy, those baby. Bucks. Let's All go. Right. There you go, Jimmy and Tony checking in as we wrap up hour number two from DeVos Place in downtown GR. Henry Boucher. He's riding that show span bus. Check that. He's driving it right over me in front of Jimmy. (laughs) The last one for Henry Boucher, one of the great men I've ever met in my life. Superfly Hayes is back at our flagship station, 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids. Uh, Remember, if you miss any show, interview, podcast, they're all free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Search The Huge Show and you can catch up and listen on your schedule where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.